Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Right now, you know that Adele song, Hello from the Other Side, you know that one? I I have that in my head because I feel like I'm on the other side of something, truly, genuinely. I've been going through it. Eclipse season is over. It was retrograde and eclipse season. Mercury was in retrograde and I'm not usually one to blame (laughs) the stars for things, believe it or not, but uh, I'm trying to blame the stars for things (laughs) today. Yeah, I guess just a bit of a personal update. The reason I've been uh, away for a little bit, well, there's a number of reasons, but I was going through it. I know so many of you were too, maybe you still are that eclipse season in early May. Wow. And if it's any indicator, just how much I was going through it, I decided on a whim, I was in my bathroom staring at my face and some hair scissors caught my eye. I had just bought a few weeks earlier and I just started chopping, (laughs) just started chopping my hair. So I have eclipse bangs, I'm calling them. Well, I took about six inches off the bottom and cut myself a fringe or bangs as we call them in North America, which I think the word fringe is so much more refined. So eclipse season, it, it's like a tool for the universe to kind of grab us by the shoulders and shake us up. And that's what it does. It It's asking us to propel forward. But in order to do that, we need to release what isn't serving us, what has been sticking around in our energetic field, process feelings. And while that's happening, we can kind of feel like we're in an energetic quagmire of just soupy mess. It feels really uncomfortable at the time. I feel like I'm only here right now, recording this right now, because I'm on the other side of this. And here's the thing, spiritual bypassing leads to a tough eclipse season. (laughs) Take it from me, I know. And not that these rapid healing periods always happen during eclipse season, but it just so happens for me this time, this solar eclipse and lunar eclipse and Mercury retrograde and all that uh, was the period of time that I was really going through processing some stuff that I had bypassed. So I've said it before, I'm an expert, like I could teach a masterclass at spiritual bypassing. I learned that very early in life and have been working on it for years, working on not doing it so much. And, you know, I am obviously getting better because I really allowed myself to take a pause. Actually, I was kind of kicking and screaming about it, but to take a pause and really process some of the stuff that I was bypassing uh, over the past couple of years. And that's why this eclipse felt so intense for me because I was just really feeling the feelings and sitting with it and moving through that stuff and 
And so I was kind of cocooned like a caterpillar in a chrysalis. And that's the energy I was taking on. I was working with my guide, my main man, and, you know, I I gave my word like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll work through this because I really didn't want to hang on to things anymore in my auric field or my energy that is not serving me or rather is keeping me still stuck, stagnant, energetically flat. So I knew that I had an assignment and I was working through that throughout the whole eclipse season. And I say I was kicking and screaming because the whole time I was trying to do the podcast, I had interviews lined up, I had solo episodes planned, and the universe was like, nope, you said you're doing the work, you're gonna do the work. So guess what? I got food poisoning. That took me out. That had to make me reschedule a whole bunch of stuff. Not only the podcast, other things. Basically, the the universe, my guides, my higher self was like, you said you're going to do the work. You need to be still for a minute, damn it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, as, as usual, it takes me a minute to get that message. So after the food poisoning incident, uh, I kept trying and uh, I recorded a whole episode and... Um, I took my sons to their mixed martial arts and came back and it was gone. I just had to add the intro and the, the outro and upload it, but it was gone and I burst into tears and I was in the middle of this real healing period. So I was very cracked open, very sensitive. I burst into tears, but I had a, a very proud moment out of this. Again, the universe works so magically I was sitting there crying over my podcast episode being deleted. Well, as you do, you know, it's, it was upsetting and I'm learning how to feel the feelings, you know, um, my son comes up to me and, and rubbed my back and with such empathy and just said, mom, it's okay. Just cry. Just feel that you worked really hard on that. That's gotta be so upsetting. God, that was a proud moment. And you know, it was also the universe showing me that's how I need to treat myself during this time period. Let's not push, 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 do the podcast, do this, do that while going through this healing and while making the commitment to really work through some stuff. That's just more bypassing, right? So my son gave me a lesson of, okay, Let's have some compassion for myself, meet myself where I am and just treat myself as I would treat him, you know, treat myself as if I'm a little girl going through it. And that's kind of how, how I felt for like, I swear, three weeks there. Well, two really, really intense weeks of this energetic muck. And I knew that I would come out on the other side. God, I'm going to have that in my head all day. I knew, but it, you know, when you're in the moment, it really is hard to know when or, or even hard to feel like you're coming out of, out of it at all. But alas, I did come out of the chrysalis. I have come out the other side and I'm here to talk about it. So I wonder if you guys went through all that during the eclipse, did you cut bangs? Did you cut your hair? 
Did you do some other wild and crazy stuff? Did you go into a cocoon? I, I do want to hear about that on the Facebook page. Sound off on the Facebook group. I did do a little post about it. And I think that was on the night of the full moon. And I had in my mind that a, an episode was coming out that day. And it didn't. But here it is. And I, I do want to hear about your experience. Did you go through that? And and if not, during this eclipse, have you ever? And how good did you feel when you were on the other side? Because I'm feeling good. Even though I have a damn cold now. <laughs> my family had a cold for like a month. And here I was bragging that I had the ultimate immune system because I was just not getting that cold. And pride comes before the fall because I got the cold. And I, I just was flipping through my notebook because somebody said that to me. Pride comes before the fall. Yesterday, somebody said that to me and I was like, damn it, you're right. And I wrote that down. Actually, it was a sitter who I was working with. And I'm going to get to talking about readings in a second here. But let me just uh, talk about my experience a little bit more during these weeks. So I say that I was in a cocoon, energetically speaking. And I know that doing the work can feel uncomfortable. And in fact, it is a good analogy because with butterflies coming out of their chrysalis, if somebody were to pry open that chrysalis, the butterfly would die. It wouldn't be able to live. Even though he's pretty much fully formed, if that butterfly doesn't get out of that chrysalis by himself, he doesn't have the strength to do it and to live. So the chrysalis is doing the work and building up the strength and building up the tools and working through the energy before you're ready to fly again. And these things happen through life. They do. Um, this one for me was particularly intense, but I think it's because I kind of wished it that way. I said, okay, bring it on. And boy, did the universe bring it on. But yeah, we go through these periods of time to shake things loose so we can level up, you know, so we can grow, so we can feel lighter and better and be a better version of ourselves. And really, we all are here to learn how to work energy on this planet. And that's what we're doing, whether we know we are or not. <laughs> so naturally, I felt very, very raw, cracked open, very, very, very sensitive. And I am a highly sensitive person already. So to say I'm sensitive during this time is like an understatement. I was so cracked open. And so, you know, naturally I know I'm going to stay kind of to myself. I'm working through this. Yeah, I tried to do the podcast. That didn't work out. Um, you know, I just kind of stayed inward. And, and the reason I stayed inward is because I know I'm not really wanting to have boundaries, energetic boundaries. I just, I'm working through this. I'm doing journaling and I'm really being in touch with myself and I I didn't want to also have to have the work of having to have boundaries and things like that. However, there was an event I had to go to, 
uh, a fundraiser for my son's school at a pub, a burger and beer night for parents. So you buy a ticket, you get a burger and a beer. And there's silent auctions and things like that. And it was amazing. We raised lots of money for the kids' school, for a playground. So my husband and I went to the pub. And there was dozens of people that we are acquainted with there. And, you know, if if it was, like, not such a big event and for my, my son's school, I probably wouldn't have gone because of what I was going through for these weeks. Um, but I did. I had to go. I chose to go. So while in there, I was definitely not my regular, bold, outgoing, boisterous self when I would be at a setting like that, like a pub. I'm much more inward, much more introverted. That's fine. It was a fun night. But at one point, only about half an hour after arriving there, my husband's like, what is up? What, what is wrong? And I'll tell you what, guys, I do not have a poker face, not in the least. I wear everything on my face. Sometimes people misinterpret what I'm, what's going on in my mind, but they know there's something by reading my face. Uh, and so I guess he saw my face and he's like, whoa. <laughs> and um, I was like, don't you smell that? Smell what? No. And I looked around, nobody was smelling this. And it was as if somebody had sprayed hairspray right into my face. That's how strong it was, the smell of hairspray. I was like, what? You don't smell that weird. And I kind of just moved on. It's a pub, you know, so there are people around me who may have hairspray. I just moved on, whatever. Okay, fine, you don't smell it, okay. About 25 minutes, half an hour after that, I get warm, fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies wafting right into my nose. Ooh, that's much more delightful than the hairspray. Uh, but again, not unusual. It's a place that serves food. Um, I just kind of enjoyed it for a sec. And then, boom, I got the energy. The woman who went along with this scent and it wasn't a live woman it was a spirit so I put two and two together that this was from her and as soon as I did that shabang she was there like trying to feed me information trying to communicate with me and it was discombobulating just because I was feeling a lot of energies in there already and because typically I don't go out like that without heavy boundaries to the spirit world but having been through all this healing stuff and the eclipse stuff I was really obviously and maybe unconsciously not really boundaried to the spirit world and you know they know on the best of days they do know people who can pick them up who can receive their energy their messages and today or that day especially I was getting it all because I was open. I was open because I was really doing the work on myself. So boom, she's there. She's trying to talk to me, this grandma energy. And I just politely, you know, kind of, oops, I'm not on actually. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> no, thank you. And it was, I don't know how, how long after that, that I got the hairspray again. And I was like, oh, that was spirit too. I had no idea. You'd not 
believe, well, maybe you would, but I, I'm still in awe of how much I smelt those items as if they were right there. And that's totally new for me. Hey, maybe this energetic work I've been doing on myself is leveling up my Claire Augustins. Who knows? And I'll be interested to see if this does show up in readings. Uh, so, uh, the spirit with the hairspray showed up and I even kind of pinpointed who she was for and everything, but I'm not about to go up to a stranger or an acquaintance and say, Hey, this spirit is here hanging out with me. And as I was aware of those spirits, I was feeling like energetically overwhelmed, like, Oh my goodness, this place is loaded. (laughs) And I don't know if they just came in more and more because they, their loved ones are like all together. Like there was lots of families there at the pub together, generations together, different. I think there was one family where there was three generations together. So yeah, that was just kind of interesting that as I was going through this really rapid, quick stage of healing, therefore I was very open and unboundaried all this stuff started coming at me. I mean, looking back, I love that. I think it was really cool. I don't really want that to happen again where spirits approach me <laughs> just just randomly at their whim. But um, it was a cool experience. So I say I was really backing off doing things and and obviously the podcast didn't work out for a few weeks and I was in a cocoon stage and I was really taking care of myself going inward and all this stuff. And please let me know if you can relate to that. Everything kind of felt overwhelming. Everything over and above what I had to do, like feed myself, sleep, eat, take care of my children and family. So everything over and above that felt like a little bit of a overwhelm. And and it was, and it's for good reason. That said, the whole time I was still doing readings and, you know, the universe bonked me over the head and made sure that I wasn't working too hard on things like the podcast got deleted. I got food poisoning. I was forced to settle down, but I wasn't forced to stop readings. And I am so happy that this is how it, it worked out because Each and every reading I did during that time was a true blessing. I felt connected. You know, I felt that awe feeling and it honestly aided in my own healing so much. And I'm convinced helped it be quick and relatively painless. I'm just very, very grateful for it. And, and the readings you know, as much as I would be in my head, like, oh, I don't know if I'm okay to do this. Just before I would sit down to read, they would all turn out well, quite well. And I'll say that for sure. So a few things that I'll talk about, about readings and and what I've learned doing quite a few over the past, well, month or so. Sitter's amnesia is the thing. So when a, a, a medium or psychic is saying, what they're trying to say, and it's just not clicking, that's okay. (laughs) That's okay for the sitter. That's okay for the medium. Nobody's doing anything wrong. Everybody give yourself 
a little bit of grace. It's all working out just because in that moment, the person receiving the messages isn't quite placing it doesn't mean it has to be in in that moment. And I can't tell you how many messages I've received after the fact, sometimes a day, sometimes an hour, sometimes a month or two. Oh, what you said. And they'll tell me what I said. Oftentimes I don't remember, especially if it's a month. I have no clue. You said this and this is why. And they finally click like, oh, this is why you said this. And I'm always so so grateful. Like there's a, you cannot wipe the smile off my face when I get those messages because, you know, it's validation for me. I don't know. I don't know what I was saying. Like, I don't know because, because it didn't click during the reading. I don't know why I said it, (laughs) you know, just because we are psychics or mediums doesn't mean we know everything. We're receiving little tiny bits of information, trying to figure it out. Actually, little tiny bits of information, yes. But another thing about readings is unless you do readings, unless you're the medium or psychic who does readings, you have no idea just how much comes through. Well, this is my my experience anyways. It's so much and it's not, it's not translated. It's not... It's, it's energy speak, right? So it's not in words. It's not in English. It's not, it's not a way that I can portray every little thing that is coming through to me. Sometimes it's so much, I have to kind of pick and choose. Okay, what am I going to say? And maybe that'll change for me. I don't know. But um, sometimes it's a miracle that we can even <laughs> land on one topic because there's so much coming through. So no wonder not all of it is figure outable in that moment. And yeah, so much is coming through to me when I'm sitting to receive messages to give to a sitter. So much is coming through to me, but also I'm saying a lot. I'm saying a lot to you if you're sitting down receiving a reading and it takes a lot to process. So no wonder things come to you a month later, a week later. Don't be hard on yourself at all. Yes, sitter's amnesia is a thing. No biggie. It is just how it is. Another thing about readings, somebody asked me, actually a couple, few people asked me about the side effects I had talked about in who knows what episode, I don't keep track, (laughs) that I do or have in the past had basically, I guess, side effects of doing readings, sometimes headaches, sometimes just like fatigue. And I'll tell you what, they've gotten better. They've decreased, absolutely decreased. That said, during this healing period, one of the readings, I immediately had a nap, a three hour nap. So it still happens, not as much with headaches, but definitely with a little bit of just feeling tired. Um, but it's gotten much better and I don't really know why. Like maybe it is my boundaries, my energy work. Uh, maybe I am a little bit more aware of closing down the window and stomping out my energy, shaking off anything that is residual from the spirit world and making sure to say thank you, goodbye. Maybe I'm better at that. Or maybe it's just because it's experience and I've done this for long enough now that 
my energy is used to it. Um, I've gone through enough of these wacky, chaotic healing periods <laughs> that I just told you all about that I've upgraded enough to not get those worldly physical symptoms. Um, though, yeah, I still get them just less. Okay, so that answers your question. Okay, yeah, I had something else to share, but I can't remember it in this moment in time. I'm not working off any notes or writing because I just had to get this out in this moment. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling on the other side. And I hope you are too. I do want to hear from you. Have you had this chaotic healing? One thing I will say is it can move really, really fast. And that in and of itself can feel discombobulating. These healing periods, especially around eclipse seasons, can feel really, really fast. And it is fast. The, the energy is fast on the outside. On the inside, it's like, okay, slow down, process this crap, <laughs> unload, unload all the stuff. Um, but the energy is actually fast, though it feels slow on the inside. And it is ripe for situation to actually jump timelines. And there's an interesting thing I didn't even plan to talk about today. But during these chaotic healing energy phases, we can really jump timelines. Maybe I'll write a whole episode about that or talk about that. Jumping timelines seems to be a bigger topic than just mentioning it in passing. So please, spirit talkers, soul tribe, reach out, join the Facebook group if you haven't, reach out, talk to me. Did you go through healing chaos? I'm calling it healing chaos because that's what it felt like for me in the time. It felt very chaotic. Tell me, have you, have you been through something like this? How did you get through it? What did you do? Um, for me, I worked with my guides a lot. I worked with my guides and my higher self and I, I journaled and I uh, talked to some close friends and uh, yeah, I'm glad to be over it. As we wrap up here, I'm going to share a little everyday psychic, low-key psychic story that Courtney, shout out Courtney, shared with me. On an episode, I, I shared low-key psychic stories and want you guys to share yours with me. And this is her doing that. So I appreciate that so much, Courtney. Thank you. Here we go. The night of our reading, my son was looking for his two squishy dinosaurs. They're about two inches each. He dumped his entire toy box out downstairs and upstairs. <laughs> Courtney, I just heard that noise in my, in my head of my kids dumping their toy box. No thanks. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> uh, I was sitting on the couch and all of a sudden thought... They're in the toy excavator. Sure enough, I pulled it out. One was smashed into the bucket thing that scoops stuff up and another was in a little compartment I didn't even know opened. I was shocked and excited because the thought came out of nowhere. Exactly, Courtney, exactly what I mean about sharing a psychic, low-key psychic story with me. Thank you. The thought came out of nowhere. That's what it feels like, especially when you're first setting out to develop these abilities, when you're first awakening to the fact that you have these abilities, it can feel like it comes out of nowhere. It still does once you've developed them, once you're years down the line, 
at times, though it does get a little bit easier to determine it, that this is claircognizance, not my own thoughts. And that's why it took me so damn long to realize just how psychic I am, because it feels just like a thought. Like she was wondering where those little dinosaurs were and she got the thought it's in the excavator. She didn't even know the damn thing opened. You know, it's happened to all of us. It's happened to me. It obviously happened to Courtney. I know it's happened to you listeners. It's just a matter of awareness and recognition of these little things. So once you do say thank you, thank you universe, thank you self for this awareness, more and more of it comes online and we are able to recognize when it's happening and this psychic muscle gets stronger and stronger. Thank you so much, Courtney, for sharing that story. Please keep them coming, people. Keep them coming, spirit talkers. That is it for today. I'm going to leave you with that. And thank you so much for joining me and for your patience in this episode. Until we meet again, friends. 